Hello, welcome back to How About That Crypto. You're watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. I'm here Monday through Friday and I explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on all the latest. Today's news stories are the Senate Banking Committee met last week to discuss illicit finance. Let's take a look. Elizabeth Warren introduces a bill on crypto that splits the left. And Ripple's blockchain tech is being used by Canada's top bank. What does all of this mean? Not to worry, I'll explain it all. But first, if you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. If you're listening on podcast, please give me five stars and follow me. If you're watching on YouTube, please smash the subscribe button and ring the bell. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. Just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. My prayers continue to go out to Ukrainian people and all those affected by this war. Hopefully, this will be over sooner than later. Speaking of which, so the Senate Banking Committee had a virtual testimony from the head of the Bit Blockchain Association in Ukraine. He was speaking on crypto and its uses in illicit finance. Author Benjamin Pimentel, Pimentel sorry, reports for Pro- Protocol.com in a article titled Ukraine makes crypto case in Washington. And I got that for you too. If you're listening on podcast, you can use the link below to check it out for yourself. Uh, The sentiment around crypto has been ebbing and flowing with regulators and legislators. Fortunately, the views of legislators seem to be warming on both sides of the aisle, with the exception of Elizabeth Warren and a few others, that is. As many of you know, if you've been watching, Ukraine has had millions of dollars come in from around the world in crypto donations. The last figure I saw was over $100 million when you include both the government and the humanitarian organizations. President of the Blockchain Association of Ukraine, Chobnian, Chobnian, yes. Chobnian praises crypto here. And sorry if I butchered that name. The per, the the first, oh, I've spelled it wrong. That's why. Chobanian praises crypto here. He is the president of the Blockchain Association of Ukraine. The first problem we're solving is urgency. Chobanian, founder of the Kuna Exchange and president of the Blockchain Association of Ukraine, told the Senate Committee. The crypto relief campaign, which has raised more than $50 million, took 10 minutes to set up, he said. The hardest part, he said, was going through the bureaucracy to figure out who was in charge of Ukraine's Twitter account. But the minute the crypto landed on these addresses, the government could use them so immediately. No bureaucracy. This enables them to move quickly to convert the crypto into helmets, bulletproof vests, and first aid kits, literally saving lives. Then Elizabeth Warren raises her concerns for Russia invading sanctions. Now, If you've been watching the show, then you know that I've reported on this extensively. Uh, So there has been multiple people in the industry, which I mean, I guess you got to take that through the filter of they want want the crypto industry wants crypto to not have any bad press. So just to kind of keep it fair, uh, they've they've come out and said like, well, there's not enough liquidity. Everything's public. Well, not only them, but also members of the of, of the Treasury and other uh, other enforcement agencies have come out and said like, yeah, no, this is not really real. It's not really realistic uh, to evade sanctions. It would take a lot of work and a high sophistication and not enough. And, and it would have to be in super small amounts of money. 
and they've already been able like uh, enforcement agencies have already been able to track and get back the money money that has been stolen and in hacks and and um and ransomwares uh, in large sums. So yeah, so maybe like a, a person like myself could figure out how to evade sanctions if I knew how to do, do all the stuff that uh, Elizabeth Warren was talking about and uh, in this hearing. And uh, you can check out check the hearing out for yourself, but I'm gonna kind of go in a little bit more into it. But as of right now, there is a pretty uniform concept or, or acceptance of the fact that Russia evading sanctions and oligarchs evading sanctions is not realistic, at least right now. I digress. Warren then grilled Chainalysis co-founder Jonathan Levine over crypto's uses. Check out the video of this hearing that I spoke. So like you can get all of this information online. I'll leave a comment. Uh, I'll leave a link below. She did not let him speak and refused to accept his answer when she said, can somebody who does not use their use their ID to set up a wallet and then breaks the money into smaller pieces. She's like, say a hundred million dollars or $10 million. Uh, actually she said hundred million. Cause it's like billions of dollars. These people have. And, um, and they break it up into pieces and then and then send it through these tumbler or mixers that you can do on the dark, dark web. And and um, and and Jonathan is it Jonathan Levine said that the that the liquidity of these tumbler or mixing situ, mixing things. So basically you put your coins in and mixes with other people's coins and then you get your coins out minus a fee. It's like a way of money laundering. It's not as big of an industry as our current financial system. We should be maybe think considering that in my opinion, but anyway, uh, so anyway, she says, uh, can't you use these? And he's like a chain analysis who works with DOJ and the FBI said, no, this cannot be, this is what you're asking cannot be done, not in a way that we cannot track it. It says, even if people do not provide their ID because of the public nature of the blockchain, uh, it's not hard to trace transactions. He also said his company has helped, helped, in it, helped assist in the arrest of various crypto thefts and hacks. Now I have a little excerpt for, from you he, for you here. Let's see. Um, all right, it's all the way down here. Sorry about this. I had it marked and it is right here. Okay, Chobanyan and Levine and other witnesses, including former FinCEN official Michael Mosier, countered that for Russian oligarchs, crypto is simply an impractical option. Even if oligarchs manage to convert fiat to crypto, what are they going to do with it? Given travel limits and other sanctions on their wealth, Chobanian asked for them, it's just numbers which are pretty useless. And so uh, what are your thoughts about this? It sounds to me like Warren has her facts a little mixed up and maybe she's just like, it sounds like, she's just out of date. She hasn't been paying attention to the information. Even people in the government have been coming out and saying, no, actually, this is not realistic. Let me know what you think and leave a comment below and moving on. This is actually a perfect segue from this. Uh, for Elizabeth Warren actually is introducing a new bill. Um, author Noor Alalusi reports in Futurism, and I have that for you here. 
And uh, it, the title is Everyone Hates Elizabeth Warren's Crypto Regulation Bill. It's unnecessary, overbroad, and unconstitutional. This new Russian crypto regulation bill is an attempt to force crypto companies to either do business with the U.S. or do business with Russia. Despite Treasury officials and the industry at large evading sanctions has been debunked as not plausible. And if you've been listening, you heard me talk about not only Elizabeth Warren, but also Hillary Clinton and a couple other people that are, you know, big on the Democrat side of the aisle have come out and said they wish that the uh, the crypto exchanges and companies should be held to a different standard than all the other financial institutions and be freezing the assets of Russian citizens, even those protesting their own government. And that has been, you know, it's right right now. You got all these companies pulling out, and you know, maybe they should. You know, what do you think? Do you think that the that all the banks and you know should be all held to the same standard, and no bank should do business with them? I mean, Goldman Sachs is pulling out. J.P. Morgan says they're winding down their exposure. Black BlackRock is is has frozen the accounts, but they're still allowing those things to trade. Uh, you just can't get in and out, but you can still hold your investments in those companies. And so, yeah, I mean, what do you think? You know, Nike pulled out, McDonald's is pulling out, Starbucks pulling out. Maybe, maybe crypto exchanges should do this. So, you know, let me let me know. Leave a comment below. I'm going to keep moving on. The bill's language is reported as putting at risk anyone who builds, operates, and uses crypto networks. So, basically, I'd be at risk for helping Russians evade sanctions, even if I did not have the knowledge or intention to help anyone evade sanctions. So there are now, I, I, I have mentioned Democrats and I, I wanna make sure to clarify, this is not me trying to push someone left or right. I care mostly about crypto because that's what I'm excited about. I don't care which side of the aisle you stand on. If you're against crypto, I'm probably against you. If you're for crypto, I'm probably, you know, I probably have things to talk about in, con uh, in, in, in common with you, but I'm trying to keep a balanced reporting here and I'm trying to keep it real with my perspective. So it says Democrats are even taking issue with Warren's bill. And this is a uh, this is from a uh, rep representative, Richie Torres, a freshman congressman representing New York City, who's a Democrat, says the future of finance and the Internet should not be left to guarantee gerontocracy of regulators who appear to be on a personal crusade against crypto. So that just means a government run by old people. And I want to make sure that I say this also, I am not an ageist. I do not condone that type of speak. I'm just reporting that there is a split on the left and Representative Torres continues to go on to say, Congress, which has a new generation of legislators, should have the final word. Maybe you agree with that. Maybe you shouldn't. The next point he makes, I think, is really good. You should never define any technology by its worst uses. There's more to crypto than ransomware, just like there's more to money than money laundering. I love that. But wait, there is more. I got another excerpt here. Even some of Warren's own constituents, like even... Evan Greer of the Fight for the Future Digital Advocacy Group believe that the language of the bill makes its main message that crypto needs regulations an afterthought. This is really disappointing, Greer wrote. She is right that the crypto industry deserves more scrutiny, but this bill is terribly written, blatantly optimistic, and attacks a problem that doesn't exist. What do you think about this? Leave me a comment below. The author also says at the end of the article that it's rare that, that people from this many walks of life agree on anything, much less 
the same points. Love this article. I think this is this is kind of aligned with like how I'm seeing things. Do you disagree? Uh, hopefully this doesn't get passed. But what do you think? You know, do you think that I just feel this way because I like crypto and I want, you know, I want the, the adoption to continue to come in and I want to make a return on my investment? That is fair. Leave a comment below. Let me know what you think. If you want to read more, check out the links below and leave a comment. Let me know. And the final story of the day is about adoption. All right. And I got that article also. It is author Tume Wobbled Ola Olagade. Olagade. Sorry if I mispronounced that name. I did look it up to see how to pronounce it. The last name is Olagade. And the first name is Tume Wobbled. Tume Wobbled Olagade reports for you today. And the title is Ripple's Technology to be Used by Canadian Top Bank for Cross Border Payments details so explain i I am going to explain the ripple and their lawsuit ripple labs if you've been watching you already know this if you have not ripple labs is engaged in a lawsuit with the sec for over a year now and uh like a year and a half almost and basically the sec saying ripple is a security like a stock in or sorry xrp is their token and it's a stock not a currency but Apparently, it is a currency because people all over the world are using it as a currency. So we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, Ripple Labs continues to utilize their technology all around the world. They're getting vast coverage all over the globe. Uh, According to this article, it says crypto law founder John Deaton shares the news that Ripple's blockchain technology is now being used by Canada's top bank, CIBC for cross-border payments. Ripple's partner, NAB, one of Australia's top four banks, stated on its website that it's partnering with Canada's CIBC using Ripple's blockchain technology. CIB is a leading Canadian-based global financial institution with 11 million personal banking and business clients. And I want to read this last last one here, uh, this last paragraph. According to a recent Ripple publication, more enterprises' blockchain apps are in integrating cryptocurrencies and other digital assets for operational and transactional purposes, highlighting the fact that crypto is moving closer to mainstream acceptance to fully realize this shift. Both financial institutions and businesses will have to wholly embrace technology by first gaining a better understanding of crypto's utility. And I just thought that this was fascinating. Ripple currently is valued at $15 billion and they have vast global coverage and it's currently operating in 22 different markets and the author says that they have payment volume around 10 billion dollars so this is incredible news for the adoption however i want to point out that they did not say the xrp token is being used and this is the case in all these in many of these other state any of the, these other places not sure xrp is is going to be used so this is i mean it's bullish that countries are adopting blockchain technology but it's not bullish for xrp and i'm an xrp holder so you know i'd like to see i'm i'm like happy but i'm not as happy as if it was using xrp i'm just keeping it honest but um anyway i still think this is a good sign and it's a company that is in 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 engaged in a in a suit against the u.s regulators and they are continuing to build all around the world which just goes to show this crypto thing is a global technology and the u.s maybe in my opinion should 
just get on with it and let's get a, this thing adopted. And we need to kind of, you know, take the points Elizabeth Warren makes and the people on her side of the argument, take them and apply them, but use sensible regulation, not let her write a bill, but let her input because she is right that there is we do need guardrails up gary gensler is right we do need investor protection but the way they want to do it uh-uh no way so anyway let me know if uh what you think about this do you think this is good for in terms terms of adoption uh do you think that any of this this news is good to hear are you happy to hear that that this uh this this fight against crypto is starting to become more and more bipartisan and people are starting to wake up and not just toe the party line and actually look at the facts and decide for themselves that what they think about it you know is this a positive thing in my book it's super positive anything bipartisan in this nation considering how polarized we are in so many subjects is a good thing people who try to politicize this stuff i am not excited about what do you think let me know what you think. Leave a comment below. Please like and subscribe. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. Have a good day and hodl on.